everyone. Welcome to The Observer's new podcast, Observer Off the Record. Don't worry, retrospect isn't going anywhere. In this new podcast, we'll be having conversations surrounding pop culture and more casual topics. We're so excited to have you here for our first episode about astrology with our special guest, Kat Fitzpatrick. Hi, everyone. We would like to welcome Kat Fitzpatrick onto the podcast today. Kat, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Hi, I'm Kat Fitzpatrick. I'm from upstate New York, and now I go to Fordham. I'm a political science major for pre-law, but I'm considering double minoring. I'm not sure in what. I'm between Spanish, peace and justice, or women, gender, and sexuality studies. I'm doing good today. I've been having rehearsals for Shrek the Musical, which is March 10th and 11th. So I've been pretty busy, but the show is going to be great. Beautiful. We're really excited to know that you're doing really well. Very exciting. It seems like you have a lot on your plate and also pre-law. <laughs> so that's really exciting. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about just astrology and spirituality and like what exactly it is and how you started gaining interest in it. I would say I first discovered spirituality online when I was about 12. I was like a chronically online child. So I kind of discovered a lot of different subgroups when I was like in maybe like the sixth grade and on my iPod. And I felt really drawn to like people that seemed to have experience with Wicca, spirituality, tarot, astrology, like everything in that kind of realm. I just felt a very strong connection to it. I grew up religious, but it was more of a strict Catholic upbringing, and I never felt connected to that. But I did always feel like there was some big meaning in life that I was missing out on. And then when I started learning about um, spirituality, I felt like this was what I had been missing. With astrology, I had obviously known about it for a long time, but I didn't realize the extent and intricacy it went to until I was following wicked groups online in middle school. And I followed a lot of blogs that had like a strong connection to both spirituality and astrology. So I think that that definitely sparked my interest in them. And that's definitely lasted for a long time, as you can tell. Yeah, that's awesome. I I was also definitely very chronically online. I was a huge Tumblr girl. So definitely can relate to that part. You've mentioned a little bit about what astrology means to you. How does it manifest in your everyday life or life in general? Astrology for me is an explanation of the unexplained in the universe and just in everyday life. So like, for example, like I like to read my horoscope every day on astrology cafe and today Mars and Venus are meeting with Pluto in my resources sector, which sounds like complicated. It's really not that like, not that much to think about, but when you first hear the terminology, it does kind of boggle your mind a little bit, but it pretty much means that it can be an explanation for any intensity revolving around money or my values. So And for the month, there will be this emphasis on my personal interests and my domestic life. I love checking my horoscope and realizing, oh, there's an explanation for what's happening right now, because it really like explains why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling or why I'm going through what's happening. It can also prepare me for the future. Like if I know that a retrograde is coming, I can think, well, things might be a little rough for a few weeks, but they're going to bounce back. And I know that things are going to go back to normal. It's not a forever thing. It's just a retrograde. In addition, I feel it gives some explanation of who one is as a person, and it allows you to better connect knowing these inner intricacies. For example, I have a Scorpio Venus, and that explains a lot about how I love, and it gives me the blueprint to where I need to start working on myself. And it allows me to connect with other people and get an understanding of them on a deeper level. 
That's awesome. I love that. I love astrology cafe. I use CoStar actually, but CoStar usually yells at me. So I don't really like the things it says to me every morning. Yes, it does do that. So we saw how astrology means to you and how it's manifested in your everyday life. What do you think are the best ways that people can become interested in astrology and getting into it and being able to kind of just manifest that into their everyday lives? I think the best way to get involved is to talk to people in real life who you know are interested in spirituality and astrology. I feel like that personal connection like can't be replicated anywhere else. And it's obviously very easy to find the information online, but there's something very validating about talking about it with someone in real life that's a friend or even an acquaintance that you're becoming friends with. It's just another level of connection that really helps relationships. And in like with apps and websites, they make it really easy to merge the 21st century with like this ancient form of astrology. And I know CoStar is very popular. I wouldn't recommend it as the primary exposure to astrology because I think it can be vague in relation to horoscopes and it kind of paints astrology as simple, which I don't think it is. But I will say that it's really good as a social media app and it does really well in connecting you with others. So if you want to like get started, I think that's a great place to start, like learning your big three, learning your chart and getting to know your friends charts. I think it's really good for that. As I mentioned, I would definitely recommend Astrology Cafe. I use it pretty much every day and it gives you a daily and monthly horoscope. And then it also breaks down your natal chart pretty well. Yeah, that sounds super interesting. And I like that you touched on the fact that astrology can be a little complicated sometimes or sometimes even overwhelming for some people. I think that leads itself to a lot of misconceptions or misunderstandings about astrology. I just wanted to ask if you had any more thoughts or facts that you'd like to share about astrology. Yeah, I would like to touch on like the criticism. So most people who criticize astrology are often only going off of sun sign astrology and they're not taking into account the rest of the chart and the houses that go into it. However, I think it's important to recognize that astrology today is a stereotypically feminine interest. And I think that's why it I think that needs to be recognized when you're trying to figure out why it's so ridiculed, particularly by men. I mean, personally, I would say that there's as much merit to astrology as there is in the stock market, but I digress. But feminine interests are always going to be diminished because that's the world that we live in currently. But I hope that by educating people on the history and complexities of astrology, they can see it's more than just a section in the newspaper. No, I definitely like the the point that you brought up about the criticism, especially like it being a more kind of feminine thing that like women just kind of talk about astrology a lot and men kind of just criticize them. They're like, well, you can't explain everything with astrology. You can't explain mm-hmm. everything, justify things. It's a great point to bring up because it's true. I read everyone's chart because I, I just have to do that. I'm like, I, yeah, most of my guy friends, they don't even know what a chart is. And it's like explaining that to them and then them getting into it. They're like, oh, okay. Like this makes sense. But there's also like a good chunk of people that are like, you can't, explain everything with astrology but I think it's also just more of a personal kind of thing that like goes hand in hand with what you mentioned before spirituality and just kind of having like belief in that that also stems from it you yeah also, yeah so you also mentioned like houses and placements you mind just kind of explaining that like for our listeners because I feel like many people get confused when reading charts because they don't really know what their sun sign is or what their moon sign is and like their rising and kind of just what they mean just give us like a little brief overview yeah so I would say the core of like astrology is your big three so that's your sun your moon and your rising So the way that I describe it is your sun, which is probably the sign that you know, like that most people who aren't into astrology, they most likely know their sun sign. And that is the sign that's like the core of your being. That is like 
who you are as a person. Your moon is more your emotional world, your inner world, and it's more how you view yourself. So for example, I'm a Leo moon and I love, I love my chart. So I'm proud of my Leo moon. And I think that the Leo moon is why I'm so proud of it. So I like that about myself. (laughs) Um, And then your rising also known as your ascendant sign that kind of represents how other people view you or like how the, the world perceives you. And that's also Leo for me. So I have a lot of fire in my chart. So the, in the houses, So like the first house is security and like how you find like your own inner security. And they kind of each go for a sector of your life and describe in whatever planet the house is in, because you won't have all of your houses filled. Sometimes you'll only have a sign in like eight out of the 10 houses. And so those houses kind of describe that sign will correspond to the house. So for me, it's Leo. So I distinguish myself and find security through individuality. And my moon sign is very prevalent, but you really just have to, each chart is very different and unique. So you kind of have to research it yourself. And I think that astrology cafe really helps break it down very simply. And so when you read through it, you can kind of understand, oh, this house means that this house is in Leo. So that means insert whatever it means there. Yeah, I think that's super interesting how the different parts kind of interact and how it makes a unique, you know, set of interpretations for every person. So that's super cool. Yeah. That was a very helpful background right there. Yeah. I I also think that it's okay that astrology is complicated and I think that everyone can kind of ex- should accept the fact that you're not going to fully understand all of astrology, everyone's chart because it's so complex. Like unless you're a true astrologer, or astrologist, I'm not sure what the terminology is, unless you're truly professional, it's hard to look at someone's chart and make up exactly what it is, but you can get a rough view of it and then you can go from there. And I think that that's completely okay. And that's like what we should all try and do. Yeah. Well, do you have any more questions for us? Any, anything else you would like to add? Anything? I would just like to say you're not only defined by your signs. Like I think that the signs that raised you also have a big impact on your life. I was raised by Sagittarius. I'm a Sagittarius and I was also raised by an Aries. And so I see like some Aries traits will kind of surface in me, even though I don't have Aries in my chart. So I think that the signs that you surround yourself with also have some impact on you. And I don't know if everyone believes that, but I think that when you surround yourself with a certain sign, you start to pick up on those traits. That's what I have to say on that. Yeah, it's really great. I'm so glad you brought that up. I didn't even think about that. I just think it's great how every chart is just unique and different. No chart is the same. Everyone complicated in their own way. Everyone has their own way of explanations. And you do pick up on traits if you associate yourselves with like certain signs. Like I find myself associating myself with Libras and Aries and Mm -hmm. I see those traits in my everyday life. So it's really cool to see that and how versatile astrology is and how Mm -hmm. intricate it can be and complicated it can be. It's not a simple thing. And that's how people get intertwined with it and interested in it. Yeah. And if you really want to connect to someone, I find that the person you share your moon sign with, that's where like one of the deepest connections will be. So like if you look up artists that share your moon sign, like musical artists or like painters, those are going to be the art forms that you really connect to or the people that you really connect to. One of mine is Paris Hilton. She's the only one I can remember right now, but I just think that's very iconic and I do connect to her, I think. So I like to bring that one up and think we share moon signs. So 
that's really great. Thank you so much to Kat for being on the episode with us today. It was a pleasure speaking to you and thank you for giving us your time. Thank you so much for having me. We'd like to introduce our new co-host. Welcome to the podcast, Christian. Hey, everyone. I'm happy to be here. We're glad to have you here. Really excited to have a third person on the podcast. It feels like the family is complete now, and this is going to be us for a while, whether you want to hear our voices or not. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't we start off talking about what we already know about astrology? For me personally, I don't think I knew a lot. What I do know, I think I I learned from social media for the most part. Like I didn't know what time I was born until I had to look it up for this website (laughs) that would tell me what my chart is. To be frankly honest, your your big three, sun and moon, your time isn't necessary for that. It's just kind of your ascendant. So if you have like a rough estimation, that'll do. But astrology lives in my life every day. Yeah, same with Shaylee. I don't know much about astrology, but like I, I've actually had an app on my phone for a while now called CoStar. And yeah, like I looked at it and my astrology sign is a cancer. So I've been reading a lot about that and it's really cool. I also have CoStar. Do you, do you get the daily notifications? I do. How do you feel about them? They're pretty cool. The one I read this morning was really interesting. (laughs) Reflected how, I guess I've been feeling pretty recently, but it's all good. Yeah, pretty accurate, actually. Yeah, I used to have CoStar, but I think just like the daily notifications got a little too aggressive for me and sometimes (laughs) a little too blunt. So I think I just stopped looking at those. No, yeah, for sure. CoStar has a way of like just being blatantly rude sometimes. And some of them yeah. don't yeah. make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think one time I got was like, wisdom comes from like the dirt or something. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like I have to start screenshotting them and keep like a folder because some of them really don't make sense. They're definitely so, like, like cryptic for the aesthetic too. Just have like a collection, buddy. <laughs> no, I really could have a folder. I'm going to start doing that because I, I recently started looking at them again. CoStar was fine. Like, yeah, I would look at them, but it just got a little bit too much. I was like, you know, I really don't need to hear this today. (laughs) After we talked to Kat about astrology, I did find out that I'm a Pisces. I think Diana mentioned that has some interesting traits. I love Pisces women. One of my best friends is a Pisces, but they're the sweetest human beings ever. They're like a water sign. Cutest human beings you'll ever meet. So sweet, so kind to the world. But the people who are not kind to them, they like are even kinder Mm -hmm. too. Because it's like they feel the need to have to fix that person or give that person a chance they get into something bad they can't get out of that because of that reason does that resonate almost a little bit a little bit too much to be honest but (laughs) a little bit scared right now yeah yeah so for a cancer it says here that they're usually fundamentally sensitive nurturing and gentle which I guess I kind of reflect that. I am really sensitive, not going to lie to you guys. Yeah, gentle too. Like, I don't really like to raise my voice a lot. You're a cancer? Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's very <laughs> telling. Wait a minute. I don't like cancer men. I'm sorry. <laughs> but Christian, I like you, which that's a good impression. Like, one of my good friends is a cancer and he is not it sometimes. Uh, oh. Yeah. But you're really oh. sweet. So you know what? Maybe it's just him. It's not you. Thank it's you. him. Yeah. I think that's the important thing to remember about astrology is that everything's interpreted differently for everyone. I thought that was really interesting. Every chart is not the same. Every chart is different. I think Kat mentioned something just really important. I think and it really made me think you could be a uh, Pisces or a Libra, or you can get cancer but your characteristics reflect based off of the people you associate yourself with. And that makes so much sense. 
Cause it's so true. Like if you hang out with like a certain type of sign, like you reflect those kind of traits within like a type of sign that you are, we all associate ourselves with different people. Yeah. And there's truth to that. Even if you don't believe in astrology, right? Like you pick up on the habits and traits of people around you. Yeah, no, I know many people yeah. that just don't like astrology. This was touched on in the interview. People love to make fun of people who like or are into astrology. And I think it was really important to mention that it is a typically feminine thing. Yeah, there's definitely a stigma. I mean, granted, I'm the type of person that'll be like, oh, I act this way because I'm a Libra. I'm not at fault, but obviously it's like a joke. But some people really connect to it like on a spiritual level. And I feel like some people just don't understand that level of spirituality, which is totally fine. But there's just like this negative connotation connected to it. There's like a feminist aspect to it, too, because it's connected to women because like women typically do like astrology. And they're like, no, I really like, though, how astrology in general is like really guiding. And yeah, like they can be used to, I guess, motivate someone to do something in their day. It pretty much helps you learn about who you are. I feel like in general, like it's super easy to extract some piece of advice or some piece of wisdom from like a horoscope. And that's like up to interpretation too. So it is totally up to you what you take away from that stuff. Yeah, no, I like that. That's just the way astrology works. It's supposed to be general enough for some things to hit and some things to like miss. So when I read people's charts or when I read my friend's charts, I'll always be like, does this resonate with you? Because if it doesn't, then it's not meant for you. And there's like a different part of that reading that's meant for you. And that kind of clicks and that hints me. you're like, yeah, no, that, you know, that's, that's the type of person that I am. Right. Diane, I wanted to ask what your thoughts are on using astrology to figure out compatibility. <laughs> I don't think it should guide the way that you should pick a partner. All right. To all our listeners, please do not feel discouraged. Like if you like someone, don't let them being like a Libra man discourage you. The worst kind of man. But if you are interested in astrology and you do believe in compatibility, I think it's interesting to see like the charts because sometimes the charts reflect on the qualities that need to be worked on. I've been going out with a guy recently and he is an Aquarius man. And mm-hmm. Aquariuses and Libras get along very well because we're air signs and we kind of just flow very well. Air signs are like just very cool people and stuff like that. But the only problem with Aquarius men and his placements was that your Venus on your chart rules love and relationship, but also be relationships like friend-wise. And it's a Pisces. And a Pisces man is the worst type of man you'll ever meet like it's so when I saw those placements and I was reading him this chart I said oh please tell me we're not gonna have problems but you know like we're still talking and stuff like that it's it's fine like he's a great guy but it, some of the things that I was telling him, he was like no yeah that's true I gotta work on that so it's it's hit or miss it depends but I, I think it all depends on like the reading but like do I believe in it like yes <laughs> that's my that's my short answer yes learning about astrology is really just like yeah um I guess like taking bits and pieces out of it, like trying to understand who you are. Totally. I think from what I've heard so far, it sounds like astrology is more of a tool to help you. I think sometimes there's a misconception that like astrology is like kind of used in a way where it's like you use it to explain things in your life. And I, I feel like that sucks because some people do do that. They're like, well, I can't help it because I'm a blah, blah, blah. But it's actually really cool. I love astrology. Like when I look at my parents and I look at my siblings, I'm like, well, this makes sense. Why we're such a chaotic household. Like one of my best friends is like super into astrology. Like she does like card readings and stuff like that. I think card readings are also super cool. Like tarot readings and stuff like that. Like I think it's all very, very, very down to earth and super cool and very like spiritual and um, in a way very like meditational. It's awesome how sometimes people who really know what they're talking about can pinpoint your sign immediately. My best yeah. friend does that. Super into charts. 
I also get like some part of it definitely does make you feel a little vulnerable almost like people can like read you a little and I think sometimes people are hesitant because they think you'll make assumptions but yeah one of my friends always tells me that like I shouldn't ask for a sign whenever I meet someone a guy I I, I think it's a red flag apparently if a girl asks a guy like what's your sign first date I guess don't do that because I get told that all the time don't ask for signs on the first date yeah like I've been seeing that like online and stuff I think most hobbies aren't inherently a red flag until you do something to make it become a red flag that's just my point of view on the whole thing do you guys know what type of like people you surround yourself with I think I tend to like Sagittarius and Aries people a lot that makes sense (laughs) does it really yeah Pisces like people usually tend to like Sagittarius is because Sagittarius tends to be like very calm like just kind of they kind of just doing their own thing they're very funny people very sociable very, very likable people. They're a great fire sign. And I love Aries people. Yeah, I feel like the Aries people I know are very chaotic, but like in a fun way. It's always a good time. Uh, thank you everyone for listening to our talk about astrology. And yeah, we will see all of you uh, in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>